This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, this is John Dorsey, co-executive producer of Superhuman Public Radio and the voice of Ethan Schwartz. I wanted to talk to you about a new sponsor of SPR. The series is called The White Vault a horror audio drama set in a remote Arctic outpost and the records of the team sent to repair the station. Now, if you're fans of H.P. Lovecraft's At the Mountains of Madness, this show is for you. Now, this series is complete, so if you're looking for something with a definitive end, check them out today. Find them on your favorite podcasting app or at thewhitevault.com. Now, on to the show. This is SPR. Mr. Projection of the Projector Corps has reportedly lost his power ring. The public has been warned that if you find yourself in possession of the ring, try not to think of anything dangerous as it will materialize instantly. Especially do not think of big cats, bees, poisonous sharks, purple alligators, or shrimp. That was Wenling Chen reporting from SPR Portland. The deportation of Cosmos has split the country along political and ideological lines. The most prominent and surprising criticism comes from within the White House itself. Vice President Norris shocked members of his own party when he voiced support for Cosmos after he was asked about it in an unrelated press briefing this morning. Look, I have disagreements with the president almost every day. I think that by making an example of Cosmos, he's not only alienated our alien citizens, but our powered citizens. The strength of our country lies within them. We cannot hold our place as the world's premier superpower without them. I voiced these concerns to the president and he thanked me for them. Obviously, he chose a different path. Why do you believe he's made this the key issue of his administration? Six months ago, we were talking about tax cuts and foreign policy. What changed? Well, as you remember, President Ames had a heart attack then. When I was finally allowed to see him, I no longer saw the man I had campaigned with all those years ago, but a man possessed. He never told me what inspired him, but, um... I am his vice president, and I serve at his pleasure. Mr. Vice President, spelling the strongest man on the planet make us stronger. I'll be delighted to find out when you ask him that question, ma'am. Vice President Norse, are all the squirrels in America now poisoned? Press Secretary Jill Wessel insisted that the White House remains united, even in the wake of the vice president's comments. That was Deirdre Wilson reporting from Washington. It's 73 degrees here in Paradise City. Coming up next is 100% Invisible. This is 100% Invisible. I'm Aries Greco. From volcanoes to icebergs, some of the greatest architectural achievements have been made in places almost no one will see by design. Creating a superhero headquarters is trusted to a select few names in the engineering world, and one of those names is with us today, Artemis Deco. 
Hello, Aries. So you've worked on some of the grandest buildings on Earth, from the Cave of Wonders to the Lighthouse of Freedom. Buildings known for elaborate architecture, technological innovations, state-of-the-art security, and magic crystals. But you didn't work on those parts of the building. So what do you do? I make doors. 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 I specialize in making hidden entrances and exits for secret bases. Let's say you're a superhero. That's ridiculous. Me? I... Oh, hypothetically. Right. <laughs> so, you spend a good amount of time out in the world, which gives your nemesis ample opportunity to break into your headquarters. And most of them would eventually get in, if they knew where it was. Ares, secrecy is the only protection most heroes have. Hmm. I'm trying to imagine what that would be like, but... but okay. When I'm designing a secret entrance, there's three things I have to keep in mind. It has to be accessible, inscrutable to the naked eye, and it has to be on theme. You wouldn't have the goat man coming out of a Baskin Robbins. When everything goes right, you don't even notice an elegantly designed secret entrance. But if one of those fails, that's where you run into problems. And you've literally written the book on this. Danger, Road Closed, Declassified Secrets of the Secret Entrance. In it, you talk about some pretty big disasters that most people never knew happened. Oh, yes. <laughs> In the Gilded Age of Heroes, you had a lot of do-it-yourselfers. They had some ingenious ideas. They just didn't have the engineering to back them up. There wasn't the Legion with their engineering corps. There's a particularly good story about Croesus from back in the late 1940s. Croesus, super strong, can punch through a mountain. He had his trademark plane, the Golden Jet, that would launch out of his base and deliver him where he needed to go around the world. SPR Worldwide, deep beneath the Black Hills of Deadwood, South Dakota, I'm Dick Williams. We're here inside the secret headquarters of Croesus, the Golden Giant. Thanks for coming, Dick. Behind me are the legendary six golden jets. Tell me, are those things real gold? Only on the outside. Wow. <laughs> the legendary wealth of Croesus at work. Croesus was actually millionaire mining tycoon Lance Finley. Unfortunately for him, that news footage led Hex Patriot his greatest nemesis, right to the secret fortress under Lance's mansion, and he smoked the hero out. Croesus was one of the richest men in the world at the time, so he merely swept up the rubble and moved shop to one of his many abandoned mines. We're here inside Croesus's new secret headquarters, which I've been led to by helicopter and blindfold after that whoopsie at last time. Thanks for coming, Dick. The gold mine integrated all of the latest technology, but the actual layout remained largely the same. He had paid my father, Jupiter Deco, to create the original hangar for his golden jets. And in his words, why pay a man twice for the same job? What was the problem? Well, Aries, <laughs> there's a number of factors that affect a runway design like elevation and temperature. Warmer weather or higher altitude make the air less dense. And the less dense the air, the longer the runway needs to be. Well, up in the mountains, it's high up, but it's colder too, right? Doesn't it balance out? Yes, but he was in the Rockies. So our golden giant found himself a little short. 
How short? 1,500 feet. Oh no. Oh yes. So it's six months later and they're all moved in when in comes his first mission, stopping Hex Patriot from blowing up the first Hoover Dam. Creasus got the call and, well, the permafrost disguising the entrance took most of the impact. But that's not the worst part. Crashing a jet full speed into a mountain wasn't the worst part? Well, no. He survived, and when he had recovered... We're here with Croesus at the Sacred Heart Hospital as he recovers from his recent crash. Croesus, did Hexpatriot have anything to do with this dastardly sabotage? Thanks for coming, Dick. I had no doubt that he had something to do with this. Rest assured, once I'm out of this full body cast, I will bring him to justice. Hex, of course, had nothing to do with it, but Croesus was convinced. Maybe it was because after Hex blew up the dam, he sent a bouquet of flowers to Croesus' <laughs> hospital room. So when he was able to walk again... Oh no! Oh yes. <laughs> We're back at the secret gilded cave of Croesus. He's primed and ready to take flight to celebrate his release from the hospital. Thanks for coming, Dick. And don't you worry. Next time you see me, I'll have Hex Patriot in hand. Godspeed, Golden Giant! No, come! My bones! Yep. So, did this sort of thing happen a lot? More than you'd like to think. Croesus was wealthy and had a support staff, and even that wasn't enough. For a lot of other heroes, they were literally doing it on their own. Well, any advice for the DIY crowd? Well, now there are resources out there. The Legion and pre-programmed nanobots, and a lot of smart people working online. What I'd say is, if you're going for something complicated, don't be afraid to call in an expert, like myself. This is one area where you shouldn't try and be a hero. Special thanks to Artemis Deco. Her book is Danger, Road Closed, Declassified Secrets of the Secret Entrance, available in bookstores now. Thanks to the whole 100% Invisible team. We will be back next time with more stories of design. Support for SPR comes from Shield Space. Let's face it, designing a secret hideout is a hassle, from hiring architects to getting permits for that waterfall door. With ShieldSpace's all-in-one platform, you design it and we'll do the rest. ShieldSpace makes it easy for you with free, unlimited designs, address privacy, and 24-7 support. Visit ShieldSpace and start designing your secret lair now. A better lair starts with ShieldSpace. Enter SPRPod at our website to get a 10% discount on your first layer. Live from SPR News in Washington, I'm Deidre Wilson. Cosmos has been sighted for the first time since his deportation from the United States. Cell phone footage shows the hero flying out of Zarjestal, ancestral home of the Nokov family. In his arms appears to be Galatea, the android prototype developed by Prince Nokov. Zarpathian state media denied that the figure seen with Cosmos was Galatea, stating that the prince was successful in fighting off the hero. The president has demanded that heroic legion disavow Cosmos. Iron Barracuda called a press conference in response to the president's statement.
The Heroic Legion has operated independently at home and abroad since its inception. Our mission is simply to do good, to stand against villainy wherever it may be found. However, our independence depends on sound judgment and acting for the greater good. The actions taken by Cosmos and Zarpathia were in breach of international law. So, it is with a heavy heart that we strip Cosmos of his membership and title. Should he return to the United States, it will be under the designation Rogue. The president went on to praise the Heroic Legion, inviting Iron Barracuda to the White House to discuss increased funding. That was Deirdre Wilson reporting from Washington. It's 75 degrees here in Paradise City. Coming up next is the utility belt. Live from deep within our secret fortress, QTRP Studios in Milwaukee, next to the Panda Express. For your gadgets and gizmos, it's your dynamos of dynamite, the pair and repairs, the equipment for your equipment. This is the utility belt. That's right. With me, as always, is a literal brainchild, the now 11-year-old wunderkind, it's Wizkid. And putting the literal con in contrived openers, it's Stan the Henchman. <laughs> oh, I'll get you. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, uh, thanks, Producer Bot. Yeah. Does Producer Bot seem a little short-tempered today? I might have tinkered with the programming limits of his banter tolerance. I play with the limits of people's tolerance all the time, so it's not new territory for me. You have ten seconds to comply. Oh, Maybe I set the parameters a little too strictly. Um, how about a call? Oh, yes, yes, we have a caller. Day night, that's night with a K, from Baltimore. Like day as in daytime and night, like of the round table? Yeah, sounds chivalrous. Sounds indecisive. Day night, what's your major malfunction? Hey, uh, you know, uh, you know the Epic Tower in, uh, Baltimore? Quite well, giant building. Beautiful. Lots of gothic touches, old gargoyles. Used to be a highlight when I did walking tours in downtown Baltimore. You did walking tours in Baltimore? Oh yeah, Dr. Demented made all us henchmen do it to make sure we were tough enough for his undying army. That's a good 60-story building. Great views of the whole city. That, that's, that's why I like it. So, uh, how can we help? Well, I'm, I'm having a little issue with my grappling hook. It's a 2013... Deploy a class grappler. Pneumatic carbon fiber cable. Good model. I think Goatman uses it. The 300 foot? Yeah. <laughs> Great model. You've been using it since 2013? Uh, yeah. I, I've never had problems like this before, but, well, I'm, I'm stuck. Okay. Tell us about it. I was going up the Epic building. It fired. It latched. I got the latch confirmation hmm. and started retracting, and, and right around around the 40th floor, it, it just stopped working. Are you up there now? <sighs> yeah. You know something I remember from my tours is that that building has an elevator. Look, I know. I, I know, but... You're a hero and it looks way cooler. Presentation is a big part of it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, besides, you've probably done this before, right, Day-Night? All the time. I never had this problem. Important question. Is the latch confirmation indicator light still green? Yeah, but there's another light, and they're both flat. Yellow light? Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay, I have a question. Is there a night knight who takes over when you get off duty? Nah, nah. And evening night? And... Okay, okay, so have you had to replace any of the parts since you first bought it? Uh, just, um, what do you call it? Uh, the, the gas canisters, they, they weren't firing right. The loading canister or the pressure capsule? Definitely the pressure capsule. Yeah, it, it took it to an authorized dealer, and that was maybe two years ago. And that's it? Yeah, but, you know, they gave it a full inspection because it was still under warranty. Ah, when you sent it in, did they mention anything about the feeder spring? So, okay, so there's two parts that make up the retracting mechanism. One is a nanomotor that pulls the cable back into the launcher. The other part is the feeder spring, which keeps tension on the cable and pulls it into the nanomotor. It's this spring that tells the device that there's a secure connection, so it knows to pull you up. Have you noticed a little lurching or jerkiness coming up before? Yeah, uh... Uh, a couple times last month, but, but really. Now, what can happen over time is that the spring gets a little worn, and so the device doesn't register a latch when you're going up. The device panics and freezes the rotor, but you should be able to manually disengage. Oh, shit! Oh, shit. Oh, I just fell mm. a couple feet there. Might also have a loose locking brake, which makes sense since that's also tied to the feeder spring. Can you get onto a ledge or into a window? No, not, not above the eighth floor. The windows don't open. They're also bulletproof. Okay, well then, uh, you're gonna want to try an override. It's easier to go down than up. No kidding. Damn. Oh, yes. No, no, he, no, he's right. How's your upper body strength? Uh, you know, good-ish. Well, you could climb up manually, but you'd have to worry about the hook disengaging, which it can do if you take pressure off the launcher. So don't do that. Okay. I was gonna try that next. Thanks for the warning. You have two buttons on the right side. One right, is the hook release button, which you don't oh. want to press. The other is the line release, which will feed out line just like on a fishing pole. Press that and you'll get a little slack and should descend at a more reasonable pace. More reasonable than the alternative. From 40 floors, that sting. Oh, yeah, I've done it. Land on your head? Sure, benefits of a thick skull. Hmm. Anyway... When you get down, I'd take it in for a full diagnostic. Good news is that spring is only a five, six dollar part, okay? Day-night? Hello? Day-night. Hmm. Okay, we lost him. Maybe it was time for the mid-afternoon night to take over. <laughs> no? Okay, well, we're gonna loosen the bolts on Producer Bot and be back with more calls and hopefully no falls. As always, if you have tech questions, we've got answers. Give us a call at 414-555-BELT. That's 414-555-BELT. I'm Stan, the henchman. And I'm Billy the Whiz Kid. And, and this, this was, was the Utility, Utility Belt. Belt. <laughs> we should go fishing. You wanna go fishing this weekend? Finally wanna go fishing with, uh, with dear old dad? I know, I'd love to see your one-arm fly fishing. Oh, come on. Don't stop speaking my language. From SBR News in Washington, I'm Deirdre Wilson. The Heroic Legion has come under scrutiny after the announcement that Seattle has been chosen as the new home for Tower 2. What was expected to be a celebrated announcement was instead met by masked protesters. Ben Belzer was on the scene. Rose, not spandex! Rose, not spandex! Rose, not spandex! The chant has become the slogan of the resistance here in Seattle. New home of Tower 2, the only place that did not love. 
The protest has taken aim at the controversial tax breaks the city has given the Legion to construct the tower, breaks that only became public after the announcement was made. Riot police were deployed and were swiftly pushed back by the protesters. Mayor Takahashi requested aid from the Legion and they dispatched a group of trainees. Television crews caught Legion trainee Blue Bell severely injuring a group of protesters and then flying away from the scene. The Legion has placed Blue Bell on administrative leave pending an internal investigation. The protests are ongoing. Iron Barracuda is scheduled to hold a press conference early tomorrow to talk about the incident. More on this story as it develops. That was Deirdre Wilson reporting from Washington. Today's show was written and produced by John Dorsey and Maximilian Clark. With additional producing by Brendan Sokler and Carla Lerner. This episode features the talents of Amanda Sykes, Andy Manjak, Connor Maroney, Danielle Cohn, Jeff Grimwood, Lawrence Davis, Matt Mundy, Max Clark, Moni Aliama, Patrick Harvey, Sabina Friedman Zeitz, Sally Keener, Steve Hayes, Tiffany Clifton, and the SPR Players. With special thanks to Hunter Shelburne and Brenna Khalid. The SPR main theme was composed by Rock Lee. Other themes were composed by Steven Munoz. SPR is directed and edited by Maximilian Clark. SPR is supported by listeners like you. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave a review. You can also support SPR by heading to patreon.com and looking up Superhuman Public Radio. Patrons get access to ad-free episodes, interviews, and behind-the-scenes content. For more, head to superhumanpublicradio.com. Coming up next, our man underground, Mo Morlock, takes us on a tour of the civilization 2,000 feet beneath our daylight world. This is SPR. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Jesters of Ravenloft is a new podcast being recorded on Twitch. It's D&D 5e, and we'd love to tell you about it, but we can't. Because seriously, the cast know nothing about what is going to happen. Adam McNamara is mystified. Del Borovic is baffled. Guy Bradford is bewildered. Tyler Hewitt is even more clueless than usual. And me, Ryan LaPlante, the DM, I'm the only person who knows what's going on. We're live on Twitch, May 31st at 8.30 p.m. EST. And every Friday, after our Wednesday night shows, we'll be dropping two episodes of Jesters of Ravenloft here. So get ready, subscribe, and soon you will be journeying into Ravenloft alongside our Jesters. Oh yeah, don't tell them about the whole Ravenloft thing. They really know nothing.